What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Vision's Buchanan Campus. Today, I am so glad that you are joining us as we continue this new journey through the book of Mark the gospel of Mark as we see the life of Jesus play out. This is just so powerful. The gospels are such a um, beautiful way to get to know the heart of our Savior. And today we are still in chapter one of Mark verses 16 through 20. And I'm going to be reading from the English Standard Version. Passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee and John, his brother, who were in their boat, mending the nets. And immediately he called them and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and followed him. Well, I don't know about you, but every time I see the words immediately <laughs> uh, in scripture, it always kind of convicts me straight to the bone. So let's, but let's back up a second and just set the page, set the picture, set the story of what we're reading, because context is so important. In this time, in this region, in society, in the culture that, that Jesus was in at this time, and, and as were Simon and Andrew and James and John, the idea or the practice really of there being a master teacher and followers or disciples is very common. This is actually somewhat expected in, in many areas and, and for many people, especially those Jewish um, believe, the, the, those who are part of the Jewish faith. So not super unusual that we see this master and disciples Um, scenario playing out. That would have been something that wouldn't have been foreign or unheard of or uh, misunderstood by any of the people that we are seeing in this story. But of course, we know um, that this is Jesus. This is the Son of God in flesh calling his first disciples for his earthly ministry. And like, that's powerful, of course. But what I think is so special and what I don't want to miss here are two things that that happen in the response. Yes, Jesus calls them. He says, follow me. I will make you become fishers of men. What a statement. What a powerful statement. But here's their response. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Immediately. I mean, as I said, every time I see um, the immediate obedience of um people in in scripture, it really just always just, uh, it it, it convicts me because I'm just wondering how many times do I beg for the Lord to show up in a big way, like make something super clear to me. And then if he did, and when he does, I'm kind of like, are you sure? Let me check about this. Let's talk about it. I, you know, it's so baffling to me that Simon and Andrew and James and John, they didn't say, hey, let's think about it. Or who are you? Or what is this about? No, they, it's says immediately. And here's the second part that is so powerful. Don't miss these three little words. They left their nets. Do you understand how just 
radical that this is, they left their nets. It's not like they left behind their lunch, okay? They weren't just sitting there over some fish and loaves. No, they left their nets. This was their livelihood. They were fishermen. That's what they did. That's who they are. This was the core piece of their identity, of their um, provision for themselves and for their families is their fishermen. And so to leave their nets is the equivalent of really leaving every tool that they had for the supporting of their own lives and of their families, that walking away from something that was so critical and crucial to their everyday existence. That's huge. And they did it immediately and followed him. And here he goes on just a little farther. James and John, same thing. They left their father in the boat with the hired servants and followed him. It, it, it kind of gives us this picture of them literally jumping out of the boats into the water to our Lord Jesus. I don't know about you, but I just, again, it, it strikes me with such conviction this morning that the Lord calls each of us in our own way, in our own time, in his own way, and for his own purposes. But we must be in a position willing and ready to hear, and not just to hear, but to obey, and to obey without reservation. And you know, I think part of the reason that that is so incredibly difficult for us is because with earthly people, with fallen people, and in a world stained by sin, that's not a safe thing to do. We cannot just wholeheartedly jump out of a boat and follow someone because there would be much that would be concerning. There would be much that would be at risk. There would be many questions that we have, but this isn't just anyone. This is Jesus, the creator, the word, the light, the way, the truth, the bread of life. And he is calling us. And when he calls, our only best, our only meaningful response is immediate obedience. And we can do that. We can set aside all else, even that which we believe to be sustaining and keeping and providing for us because he is the great provider and we can trust him with that. And that's just such a powerful reminder, especially as we enter this new year. There is nothing you have There is nothing that you enjoy. There is nothing that you use. There is nothing that you um, can call yours that was not provided to you only through the grace and mercy of our Father. No matter how hard we work, no matter how many hours we put in, no matter how much money we spend, ultimately it's still only grace that God has allowed us to have the things that we have. It's him who provides. It's him who allows, not us. And that's where we get it twisted is when we think that we're responsible for maintaining our homes and our families and our lives and for providing, that's when we live um, a small life. That's when we live a life that says, pause, when Christ says, come. I don't want to say pause. I don't want to say wait. I don't want to say, hmm, I have some questions. I want to be sold out and say, yes, I'm jumping out of the boat. I'm chasing after you, Jesus, because all I have, all I will ever have is you and you alone. It's the only thing that lasts. It's the only thing that matters. And so, yes, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to trust fully. It's hard to um, lay aside our nets, our comforts, our um, 
crutches, really, right? The things that we believe are sustaining us. But when we do that, then we can fully step into the true miracle that Christ has for us and for our lives and follow him. And there's no greater honor than to follow him than to be a disciple of Christ. And you know, disciples aren't on the sidelines. They're not cheerleaders. They're active in the game. They are following after. They are pursuing him and his mission laying all else aside. So I pray, my prayer for you, my prayer for me today and as we continue throughout this new year is that we will be aware and waiting and listening for the call of our Savior and that we will chase after it, that we will lay aside all that easily besets us, even if that in that laying aside, it's something that we thought we couldn't live without. All the better all the better to rely fully on his grace and his mercy and his truth and be sold out for him because Jesus is going to do some amazing things. And here's one more spoiler alert if this is your first time through the Gospels or through understanding the life of Christ. The life he called these disciples to and the life he calls us to is not an easy one. They would suffer many things. Many of them would die in service to the king and so will we but what an honor and what a joy to follow him who gives us eternal life this life here is but a vapor but we have an eternal hope of glory with him and that's what he's calling us to so i pray that this encourages you today i pray that you will be eager to hear and to follow the voice of christ and that you'll join us as we continue seeing his life play out in these pages of scripture be blessed. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.